1: Everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Cricket Badger. England against England, England against England, England against India. Daily podcast as we go through this series. We're nearly at the end of it. We only got one Test match left. It feels a little bit like Boxing Day or the day after the night before today after a terrific Test match at the Oval. India taking a 2-1 lead into uh, the final test match, Old Trafford, starting on Friday. And to help me talk about that, ask a few questions that have come in off uh, the tweets and also any comments you have today. You can uh, add comments onto the feed and we'll try and get to them if we can over the next 40 minutes. But Naman Anand, welcome along to the podcast today. Um, Didn't have you on yesterday, Naman. You're always the height of positivity, you. Even if India are 600 runs behind in a test match, you can still somehow find a way for them to get back. Into it, but you must be delighted this morning. Two one up, one to play.
0: Yes, pretty much. And uh, like to be honest, I always believed that India is a world class bowling attack. And uh, I always uh, believe in like uh, chasing on fifth day, no matter how the wicket is, it is always going to deteriorate. So even 200 runs are difficult. And they like. Of uh, you are seeing how England batting is struggling and uh, pressure of chasing is always going to be on the other players so when Joe Root is not contributing it's already 100-150 runs minus so uh, it was a huge pressure uh, but overall I felt likes of Pope and all were the positive signs uh, for England uh, going ahead but uh, at least they should have showed some intent after getting an opening partnership eighty for no loss uh, on the fourth day but uh, after the first session it was just uh, done and dusted but you kudos to the bowlers i mean Jasprit Bumrah is playing since the australia tour and just bowling so many overs again and again and also after ipl uh, it was a you they played at least first half and uh, again then WTC final and this four test matches in a row it's a daunting task and again he'll be playing the World Cup and IPL fitness levels are just uh, amazing uh, even Henderson at this age is setting high standards uh, not even, only for England players he's an example for cricketers all over the world so it's just amazing what Red Ball cricket brings into play uh, at, or uh, not only skill at the skill level but also the fitness level as well
1: yeah I'm exhausting just watching it they uh, they <laughs> they play they're playing the thing and Ant, uh, you were on yesterday but i was thinking overnight kind of two very contrasting fortunes for the captains in this series with the bat in hand joe root is absolutely winning the battle he's about 360 346 runs ahead i think in terms of the uh, the runs they've scored in this series but he must still look across to the indian dressing room with a little bit of envy because it seems to me that virat kohli I think A has got the better side on paper I think India 1 to 11 are the better team but they've got this mission haven't they they want to win they want to beat England in England um and they're very very focused on that whereas I think I think England have maybe just got a little bit tired maybe lost a bit of focus would you agree
2: to me, I think it's all about the bowling. D.L. Steyn, I think, had a tweet out today which, where he said the batting vows the spectators, but the bowling actually wins you matches. That's where I think Virat Kohli stands because if you look at this bowling attack, the difference between the current team and if you look at teams in the past is this bowling attack. And that's why there is that that vigor to go and get as many wins as you can. The bowling attack is full of people who have some experience. I think Siraj and Thakur are the two people who don't have a ton. Everybody else, so Ishant has played a lot. Umesh has played a lot. So has Bumrah now with 24, 25 odd 10. Uh, and Shami of course so all of these guys have a lot of experience and they're a lot of vigor in there right so I think from Kohli's standpoint this is a perfect time to actually go ahead and get this done I don't know whether it's tiredness to me Root is maybe missing a couple of people and also he's not getting a lot of support in the batting uh, I think if he gets you know if he got a little more support in the batting I think things could be different and we have seen this series is fairly close uh, so you know England playing in England you certainly give them that little little bit of advantage just playing in home conditions I almost think the bowling has been decent now that it comes down to the batting unfortunately for England
1: uh, well I mean so it's been a long problem for England the batting um, <coughs> I think there are a couple of positive signs I think Haseeb Ahmed has come in and shown that if he can carry on on the same career trajectory he's going to be very useful for England at the top of the order two century partnerships between him and Burns and they seem to gel quite nicely together and I think David Milan looks a far more solid pair of hands at number three so there are potentially a few little positives for England in the batting stakes but the fact that Joe Root is so far ahead of anybody else in that England side in terms of the runs has to be a concern I think for him and Chris Silverwood going forward particularly obviously now after Old Trafford next next stop the ashes isn't it and uh, well, the Australians are going to give them no charity down under so that's going to be a, an interesting one the fact has been on, and uh, he's basically saying, with rain predicted on three days at Old Trafford, is it actually worth staging the fifth test? Can England force a results? Well, I mean, the only thing I'd say with that, Vasanth, is um, having lived in England... All of my life. I know what weather forecasts are like and they do change. And I think the forecast, even the forecast for uh, Old Trafford over the last couple of weeks has changed a little bit. It's got a little bit better than it was. It looked like it was going to be five days of torrential rain if you go back about 10 days. But now it's uh, light rain and the chances of rain on certain times. So you never know. By the time we get to Friday, it might look a completely different beastie. I mean, I've got my blinds shut at the moment. I'm living, um, I'm in Yorkshire. It's 26 degrees here today and it's bright sunshine so uh, you never know what this English weather is going to bring because about three days ago it was freezing cold here and grey and drizzly so uh, English weather is not something you can rely on at all of uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes just going back to Coley though Naaman I always used to be a little bit critical of Virat Coley. Um I felt that the heart and his sleeve kind of attitude in your face with umpires a little bit even if he was just saying hello Mr Umpire it's very nice to see you it's his kind of his body language is a little bit aggressive he leans into them and he always looks. Maybe worse than it is But I think Over this series He's shown that Certainly since 2018 When India were last here He's a far more Rounded captain I think he's got His tactics A little bit more Clued up maybe they've done a little bit more homework in the you know in the run up to this series he's got some good men around him as well in Rohit Sharma and Najinki Rahani and stuff would you agree man that he he seems to be a a better captain in test cricket these days and maybe i gave him credit for 12 months ago
0: and also it's like uh, what you love brings out the most from you he is a crazy fan of red Bull cricket and the passion what we see of him coming out in red Bull cricket is much more compared i won't say a lot more but it is a complete different Kohli in red ball cricket because he is too much passionate about uh, Test cricket and you have heard in the in his speeches also. And uh, to be honest, he has learned from various captains as well. Uh, he is playing uh, along with Fab Five as well, Sehwag, Ganguly, he, uh, also then uh, Dhoni, then everyone. He is he is a learner, so he has grabbed a lot of things and uh, only then he has evaluated and uh, he has played in uh, all over the world, whether in Africa, Australia. He is a learner and it is coming coming out of him coming out of him, and also along with Shastri gelling a well and um, the pool of players as you have mentioned he has got uh, what he wants and also he is a good huge fan of uh, fast bowlers more than spinners So and he is delivering that on top of it and uh, also uh, according to him the fitness standards which he has raised not only the skills uh, only about scoring runs in domestic and you will be straight away recruited it's not like that uh, you will see Varun Chakravati likes of Pant also asked to reduce Use their weight. They he did not entertain anyone, no matter how many six you will uh, uh, hit in the domestic. So it's the star bar he has raised, and it's hard to cross and uh, those standards. And you are getting the result right now. What he has done in last four to five years.
1: I've seen his celebrations for wickets and uh, and victories in this series. If it turns into a victory at Old Trafford, I don't think how high he's going to jump because he's going to be a rather excitable Virat Kohli in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Jacob Lund and Jacob is a very special member of the Cricket Badger family if you remember Jacob actually uh, did the uh, little jingles that go onto the uh, onto the podcast Um, so Jacob it's good to have you with us um, today and he's saying is there anybody in county cricket who you'd like to see play for England I'll go first with that and uh, if you two have got any ideas then obviously jump on the back I I mean Jacob you're a Somerset supporter Tom Abel I think is somebody who I haven't seen a huge amount of playing but I've seen him interviewed and I've seen I've heard so many good reports about him. Seen his record as well which is getting better. You know some people look at his overall career record and he's averaging in the 30s, but if you actually look at his record over the last sort of 2 or 3 years even, he's going up every single year and seems to be understanding his game better. Was given the Somerset captaincy at a very young age as well, so there's obviously a deal of maturity um, already in in Tom Abel, so he he's one I think who is definitely somebody who if he can well even if he can crack Test cricket is a potential uh, replacement for, for Joe as captain because he's uh, obviously got it uh, in, in, in between the years as well um, I think uh, Josh Bohannon at Lancashire is somebody who keeps churning out runs I think he looks a, a decent prospect as well um, and I've not heard too much about um, Verdi at Surrey the spinner um, this summer maybe the conditions haven't been conducive and and he hasn't been playing too much white ball cricket which seems to have kind of centred um, across the county season but um, Verdi at Surrey is somebody who again I've heard a lot of good reports from uh, I'm sure if he continues the same way then you never know and, and yeah, Matt Parkinson as well is somebody from Lancashire who was being talked about ahead of this test match on his home ground at Old Trafford as somebody that could come on and maybe just give that, I mean I've heard the phrase point of difference in the bowling attack so many times over this summer because the one thing that England didn't have during uh, this last test match was a point of difference well they had moen Ali who was very expensive and they had four bowlers that were very similar um, and I think if you start to have a look at maybe a leg spinner or just look for somebody that's a little bit different in that bowling attack it might uh, it might uh, actually help joe root have a little bit of variety even if it's just for one session it might just make a bit of a difference um, i'm going to go to you two anybody that stands out from you from what from your i mean you're in the states and and uh, you're in uh, mumbai naman but anybody that you've heard of that you'd like
2: to see i I got to see a lot more county cricket than I actually do right now. I, in the States, I don't think we get to see anything at all. What we get to see is the international matches, but I am an avid cricket reader, right? So I actually wanted to get your opinion on this. The couple of names that we had heard, you know, before this season, maybe even last year, we heard a lot about Bill Jack, and I don't know whether he is more in the t 10 mold or is he more... a. Uh, 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 you know, a four-day or five-day
1: player. I, think, well, I mean, Will Jacks, Tom Banton probably falls into the set, a similar boat of being two players who have initially made their name, certainly in white ball in T20. Okay. Will Jacks, I mean, there's been a few um, innings that he's played that have been ridiculously explosive. And, um, I mean, he made his name initially, I think, on, was it an overseas tour or something where he, he basically smashed about 10 sixes in the T20 innings. It was ridiculous, but I, in terms of their county championship background, I think they, they've got to grow into that. And it might be that they don't want to. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the world's their oyster, isn't it, for a, a Tom Banton who can club quick 50s. He can make a lot of money um, not even bothering about Red Bull cricket. He does do. He plays for... Place for Somerset in the Red Bull as well, but yeah, you, know, you wonder about some of the young players coming through from now on about how much they're going to be thinking about the rigours of Test cricket and how much they're going to be thinking about getting a big bank balance, and that might change.
2: Well, Banton looks very exciting, but obviously he doesn't look like somebody who's going to jump into the Test team, but probably White Ball he seems like he's got a lot of talent out there. The other guy who I was curious about tests and, you know, I was curious, maybe actually in, in on a surface similar to what we just played on, Matt Parkinson, who we just mentioned, you know, looks like he gives the ball a big tweak. So again, another person who would be great. I know he's not really, he hasn't really played for Test yet for England, but gives it a big rip. Would be interesting
1: to see him go out there. I, I think he'll go to Australia. Uh, whether he'll play in Australia, or pro- uh, I guess depends on how adventurous they are and how they go. But you know, he's a bowler who uh, he's got a lot about him. At the start of this county season, he was taking a lot of wickets for Lancashire in the county championship. He's, uh, I mean, he came to the fore initially as a t20 bowler for Lancashire. But yeah, he's got he's got a bit about him. I, I'd like to see him. Um, I I'd to be honest, I'd quite like to have seen him in this Test match, in this next Test match, and just give him a go. And um, because you, you're not going to learn. Anything about anybody carrying drinks or or not playing? Uh, he spent the whole winter in the bubble. Didn't play there either, you know, in Sri Lanka or India. Yeah, as I say, you don't learn anything about anybody. You know, chuck him in, sink or swim. You know, telling him he's on the plane to Australia, regardless of how he does in the in the final Test match, and it maybe takes a bit of pressure off, and go out there and just say bowl oh, as you do for Lancashire, give it a real rip. There's there's another one who just comes to mind as well, Jacob, who is uh, Harry Brook of uh, Yorkshire. Got a lot of um, big raps in the T20 Blast and the hundred, but. He's also, he posted a a very hard-earned century for for Yorkshire yesterday at Scarborough in the win against Somerset. He's a player with a huge potential, Harry Brook is, and he's somebody who I would like personally to see get another year under his belt in county cricket um, because I think sometimes we pluck them out too early. They play, I mean, a bit like Zach Crawley, isn't it? You pluck them out because they've got potential. You throw them in, they ultimately fail and you bin them off and their, their career's maybe gone back four years. Whereas, you know, maybe give them a couple of years grounding in county cricket and get to know their game and maybe suffer a little bit of adversity away from the spotlight of the test arena before you actually get uh, in into that spotlight. So, but Harry Harry Brook is definitely somebody for the future.
0: Um, Namang, you've got anybody in your mind? Yes, uh, I was about to mention Harry Brook and I guess uh, Libe is in a great form in county championship as well as Nick Gubbins is doing good and uh, as you have mentioned Tom Abel but what as you have mentioned earlier uh, like it's not about the team is not performing and it's all about replace replace is the option i what i feel is like uh, right now uh, too much uh, focus is on white ball uh, say if uh, likes of based or Moinali are hitting uh, three sixes in a row okay you have been recruited for red ball cricket so it's all about the roadmap for one or two years and this is this are the pool of cricketers which we want for two years in red ball cricket and may no matter what whether they fail or work on their skills and likes of james bracy i feel for him like only two test matches and he's nowhere right now they flew Josh josh butler back uh, from India, uh, I guess he also played two matches against Sri Lanka, replacing Ben Fox. Uh, so I don't see these uh, players around. Uh, so uh, you also might have seen uh, Jason Roy played against Ireland. Yeah, he was just uh, finding the ball. He was nowhere near red Bull So I feel right now the it should be all about roadmap and just not uh, replace because England is not performing well. Uh, they need to identify skills. Uh, is what I believe.
1: You know, wind i up here, now, man. We could have a three-hour podcast if we if you are not careful. My mantra is don't pick a test team on white ball form it's been very difficult for England to avoid that this summer because they just left a massive hole in the season where there wasn't any red ball so that was possibly unavoidable but it's not the wisest thing in the world to do you want to basically get people demanding selection playing the same format you want to get them smashing 400s back to back to back to back or taking 30 wickets in in four games and 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 sticking the hand up and saying, I want to play for England. Um, and that's the way to demand selection for the test team, not hit a nice pretty 33 with three sixes in it for um, Northern supercharges or something. Also, the I think there's a big, um, I, th- I think David Milan's a very good case study on this, actually, that having somebody who's experienced test cricket, who has maybe failed i mean that's all relative i mean i think probably all three of us would take david milan's initial career in a test team because uh you know averaging high 20s fair enough it's not it's not world beating but um he's played for his country fair play but he's gone away three years he's been playing white ball cricket he's made himself into a better player he's moved to yorkshire he's he, he's stated that he wants wanted to get back into that test team he possibly thought that chance had gone but now he's got that second bite at the cherry and he comes in with yeah, nothing to lose really because it's a it's a chance he probably thought he wasn't going to get but I think there's definite merit for taking somebody who has been there seen it done it maybe failed understands the challenges understands how hard it can be understands how intrusive it can be in terms of cameras from every single angle and newspapers wanting comment and all of the all of the rest of it he's gone away for three years decided that he's still hungry wants it wants a little bit more but he's kind of prepared for it this time isn't he because he knows what's going to come and I think that possibly makes it a little bit easier for him I don't know about how you feel about that Adams but I think maybe somebody who hasn't necessarily set the world alight a light first time around who's able to then go and regroup and come back is probably a stronger call than somebody who is just plucked out of oblivion who's never tasted international cricket before
2: I completely agree because I think test cricket is hard I mean let's forget what the Lord Shardul has done so far in his fourth test but this is not normal for people uh, it is test cricket is very tough and you have to give people a chance you know especially if they've gone worked on their techniques and they're coming back we've seen what KL Rahul has done he got dropped from the squad for a he's come back in he's tightened up the technique he's done well you saw what Virat did actually after england in 2014 he came back with a slightly tweaked technique was able to do well so i actually think you know in test cricket it's good rather than chopping and changing to give them a bit of a long run so that they can get used to things Uh, i definitely am not a big fan of you know you add somebody and drop them in a couple of tests because you could destroy a cricketer that
1: thanks for your question jacob and stay listening to the podcast it's good to have you on on board and on the podcast as well jacob
0: you are listening to the Cricket
1: Badger podcast. Got a question here from uh, Manny Vallant, who says um, Jack Leach will replace Anderson, in his opinion. Arrest for Anderson. What are your thoughts, James, he says. And that, if I can just zip up another question here. And um, Vasant's also asking a very similar thing about Jack Leach, about how the England team maybe will uh, kind of present itself on Friday at Old Trafford. I think there's two two factors here. Obviously, England are... a a test match down in this series. England have to win this test. India don't. India can bat out all five days if they want. They can rack up 863 and just walk away um, quite happy with life. But England have got a little bit of rain around, potentially. They need to win this test match and they need to pick a team which is attacking. It it might... I prefer to see England pick an attacking side and go for it and fall flat on their faces Then pick a defensive side and then not have the ammunition for Joe Root to throw at India when they get on top. We saw in that last test match, there were a few little very pivotal sessions where, India got away from England when they possibly shouldn't have done because Gerrard didn't have any th- any point of difference bowler for a, that phrase again so I, I'd like to see them play two spinners at Old Trafford whether they think it's going to turn or not it, Old Trafford has a history of turning get Jack Leach back in there Moen Ali often finds himself far more comfortable as a second spinner you know, you tell Moen Ali he's the second spinner put Jack Leach in as the first spinner you'll probably get a load more out of Moen Ali as well because he won't feel the glare of the uh, of, of, you know, of the spotlight on him he'll think that he's uh, going to go under the the radar a little bit and probably just relax and bowl better as well. So I think um, having having those two in the tide certainly wouldn't do England any harm. What what do you reckon, Naman? That in, in terms of you from an Indian, what would you least like England to do in terms of their selection?
0: Just like I am feeling that uh, Ashwin was not part of the any of the matches till now. Uh, similarly, I feel for Leach uh, like he should have played at least two Test matches. And uh, uh, England relied too much on the likes of Anderson and swing delivery and everything but uh, India struggled against Leach back in the uh, in our home uh, so Leach should have played and uh, the kind of tosses and he gives that loop to the uh, ball uh, he could be dangerous so he should have played at least two matches according to me and he should definitely play uh, the last match because I have seen in Lancashire uh, Parkinson has a huge role to play in the counties he picks wicket at least 3-4 to four in every inning so definitely there is turnout there and average score is around 300 so there is something for everyone Anderson uh, and, uh, also it's home ground for him. So I doubt whether he'll be sitting because it's uh, like a decider for England whether to draw I, or not.
1: I, I agree with you to an extent, but he looks very tired and there isn't much time between these test matches and you've got to think about his his um, physical well-being I guess as well and, and England's chances in the ashes you know Anderson's going to be a big part of that and even though there's a few weeks between that and the, the plane setting off for Australia the last thing you want to do is in this final test match Anderson having been caned to death for the first four test matches suddenly goes down with an injury that keeps him out for six months and maybe ends his career doesn't it you know you, you might not see him coming back from that so I would be a little bit careful with Jimmy, to be honest. I don't think I'd necessarily just wheel him straight
2: back out. Would you, Anon? I think you need to be very careful with how you deal with Jimmy Anderson. Actually, I think it goes on both sides. Bumrah has gone also four tests in a row. He has bowled the most number of overs from an Indian contact.
1: There's a rumour from the Indian camp that he's going sit, to sit the last one out as well, isn't
2: there? Yeah, and that's what I was thinking because they sat Shami out. Shami has been bowling well so I think Shami's been rested so I suspect Shami comes in if Boomerang can play you definitely want him to play the same thing goes with Anderson you need to figure out where he stands Anderson at this point really should know how his body feels if Anderson can play and if he feels fit then you definitely get Anderson see,
1: and I, I, I take your point and he's vastly experienced and he does know how his body feels but I don't think the player is the right judge in in its isolation because he's going to want to play isn't he
2: well true but at 39 he probably should know where he's he is right now mm. you know he's not a young buck who was 25 who wanted to play every test match and he's had you know I think early in his career he went through some injury issues right he was out of the team for quite a bit so I feel that he should know but this is where the coaching staff also comes in that Silverwood was a pace bowler he knows how he should treat his bowlers.
1: The thing is as well Alan he's I mean Jimmy's not just um, had to bowl a lot of overs and he's actually had to spearhead the attack on his own, he's got a young Ollie Robinson who he's, he's probably having to kind of mentor to some degree as well through this series. He's been without Joffrey, he's been without Stuart Broad, he's been without Ben Stokes, Ollie Stone, Chris Wokes for most of the series as well. So he has been the experienced hand at Joe Root's disposal. So that's going to be tiring as well, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. But you know, one thing that does work for England is Volks. Volks is really good. So seven mm-hmm. wickets and what 70 odd runs, 68 odd runs in the last test, but Volks as a bowler. I think can take over that lead mantle over from Jimmy as well. You know, Robinson's good. And hopefully Robinson being a young buck, can really go on for the fifth test in a row, but Wokes can take over, and then you bring in Wood for that point of difference. Some pace, see how that goes, you know, and that could pot- potentially be a decent combination for England as well. If if Anderson can go,
1: yeah, I, I reckon Chris Wokes would have played a lot more Test cricket if he wasn't such a nice bloke. Because I reckon you know you, you've got a selection dilemma. You're, you're picking sort of two of um, Wokes, Anderson, and Broad for yeah trying to rotate. But you're picking two of those. Chris Wokes is far the easier one to tell. He's he's not playing, isn't he? Jimmy will be grumpy. Stuart Broad will throw the um throw to his toys out the pram. Chris Wokes will just go yes, and then probably be disappointed inside. So, but he had a superb return, didn't he, to uh, the International Arena. Our friends, our friends at the uh, Edges and Sludge podcast, we were having a little bit of banter on the uh, Twitter feed because I was saying it was going to be the draw on day five. Well, they didn't agree and they went for an Indian win and now they're gloating. So I'll show that just to show that I have no ill feeling about losing that uh, particular battle on the Twitter. Vassanth comes up with an interesting point here, actually, about um, the analysts and their role in, in selecting players from county cricket. I mean, every single ball of county um, county cricket is now recorded, logged, um, is there to kind of play back um, and picking out fresh blood. I mean, you don't, you, as a selector, you don't actually have to go and sit physically and watch them. There's all of the streams around these days. You can then get the analysts, you know, you could say, I watched the stream the other day, I don't know, for, sort of picking somebody out of the air, Josh Bohannon. I, went, I watched the stream of Lancashire the other day. I felt he was a bit loose outside the off stump this isn't against Josh I'm just using it as an example and you could then say to the analyst give me every play and miss outside of the off stump and he'll just be able to give you a, a DVD with all of that on or an MP4 with all of that on and you'll be able to sit and actually think well, yeah well, is, would that actually work in test cricket and actually make really proper judgments that's how it's supposed to work um, a strategy for India now man, going into this uh, final test Vasant's uh, asking about maybe India's thought press process going into this because there's a danger isn't there that if you go in 2-1-up and when you play too defensively minded and try and protect a lead, that's when you maybe play poorer cricket and lose the lead
0: as far as this team goes uh, it's going to be no mercy that I am sure with Uh, and uh, to be honest what I my gut feeling says is that they are going to use Ashwin as a trump card in this match uh, because it's just four test match and in this decider if Bumrah is not playing uh, then for sure I feel uh, Shami will need some uh, backing if uh, he is the strike bowler and he'll be needing uh, Ashwin's backup and also with too many left-handers we have spoken uh, enough about Ashwin but uh, with too one I feel that uh, Kohle would like to attack and uh, we have tried and tested too much with Rahane right now I feel for him like uh, nothing is working for him right now so it and Shardul likes of Jadeja and Ashwin maybe India would have would give a chance to this lower order to contribute and uh, maybe play Ashwin with uh, one extra bowler as well and uh, it will be a huge responsibility on Pant as well, but uh, I feel three fast bowlers along with Shardul Jadeja and Ashwin uh, is what I mentioned in our WhatsApp group also uh, would do. And uh, its attitude, as I it's is going to be fierce. And uh, batting lineup won't change much. Maybe either could, if Vihari comes in, it, it will be only in place of uh, Pujara. I feel they either or or it will be in between them. Uh, but I. I still don't, I really want to introduce Kai somewhere in this uh, test series because uh, the kind of form he's in, he could be, turned out to be an X factor, especially uh, in that lower order with uh, just few wacks here and there and it will be all uh, like... You,
1: you, you nodded, Naman, no, when I said you shouldn't pick um, test teams off white bull form. And Scott, See, Kai's form uh, is white
0: bull, isn't it? I do understand. I i Yes, uh, I agree to that. But uh, he has had uh, far more experience in red ball cricket as well. It's not that he's only playing white ball cricket. He's a 30-year-old and he has played a lot, lot of Ranji is captain of uh, Mumbai team. And it's not that he is only playing white ball cricket. Like, so, Bearstow and Moeen Ali, I do not see them too much in the county cricket. Uh, we see them more in the T20s and the ODIs. So, this is the difference. And I... So, likes so of you directly connect with the players who want to do well. Uh, Malan came and in just three overs he played, and yes, uh, we got a positive vibe that yes, he is here to stay in the eleven. With Hamid, we directly connected, but in these four test matches, we are still not able to digest what Bester and Moin are doing. Still in this, uh, so it's all about the connection and the presence of that player in red Bull cricket.
1: My job on this is to stir you up now, man You 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 reacted to it beautifully just then,
0: Alan. Um, I mean,
1: if if I try and t- twist that initial question to man which is about being too defensive i mean virat kohli is all about attack i mean he that exactly right i can imagine virat kohli saying to this team we're going to go for 3-1 here no no indian captains ever won 3 test matches in an indian se- in an english series before he's drawn level with kapil dev now on two wins he'll want that that third victory. So he goes down as the captain. He'll want that and he'll want his team to go out and get that for him. But is there a danger he could maybe go a bit too gung-ho and, and make the mistakes of Headingley?
2: There's no such thing as too gung-ho. Come on, it's Virat Kohli. You got to take the, the take Kohli as he is. This man is ready to go. He's always aggressive. He has mentioned even before during his interviews that he would, he would rather risk a loss uh, rather than try to play for a draw. So he wants to be aggressive. I think is going to be aggressive. I think India's going to play five bowlers. But the only one difference where I see with what Naman mentioned was the Lord... He had a great match. I think Ashwin should replace him in the next in the next <gasps> test. Know.
1: You know, he, talent, mean, you've, been, you've been drooling over Lord Tucker all, all the way through the last five days. Know, now you're
2: dropping my, my boy. So is Shahzal. but you know the Lord. He he had an excellent performance. Based depending on how the pitch looks at Old Trafford, <laughs> I would think you get Ashwin in. You need Vihari instead of Jere, instead of Rahane. You cannot go in with just five batsmen. I think you need six batsmen I, in there, and I would I would rather. But put Ashwin in there and Vihari and Sevrani. The Lord, you know, it was a great performance. He's going to come back.
1: And I'm sure you never have um, disappointed your parents. But if you had, they would have had the face that Naman has on the screen next to you, just <laughs> shaking his head in complete disbelief there. Naman, I mean, Lord Saku is undroppable now, isn't he?
0: No way. After scoring 250, he's picking up Root and in series decider where no one is scoring even 10 runs. Uh, it's difficult to get even at like 10 to 11 runs and he's just whacking it. And it's not just the first time he has done it in the earlier test as well. And his presence matters a lot and more than that confidence. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, it's not about... Uh, just you want to replace Rahane just because he's not playing. It's all about the balance what team is needing right now. And lower order, to be honest, is contributing. Not only with the bowl, uh, bat, but also with the runs. Umesh Yadav, Bumrah are scoring those 25-30 runs as well. So, no way, uh, like, if Kohli... <laughs> cannot even uh, think of it uh, of dropping him not even shastri naman's
1: that, that absolutely absolutely devastated and disappointed in you anand you go to hang your head in shame well, You're you gotta look disgrace. at the balance of the You're team an absolute disgrace
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I, I my love for the lord Thakur has not changed he is still the man i just think you got to look at the balance of the team and i don't think you can play him if if it's a spinning wicket now if it's a green wicket i would still play shastri
0: and i sent the badger a message and now i'm on the podcast with this jingle if you would like to get in touch with the cricket badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger
1: we've done Jacob's question off Twitter but Mohan has been on as well he's talking about Jack Leach and about the forecast we've covered that really Mohan but thank you very much for your questions Um, Ollie's been on he's saying what's England's aim for the test team going forward now that they are probably not going to make the final of the World Test Championship well Ollie is one of our badges on, on one of the other uh, tournaments that we do and Ollie is renowned for being a little bit glasses glass half empty so the, the kind of comment there about England not being able to make the World Test Championship final is probably a little bit premature um, but it's certainly not the best of starts is it losing the the first series albeit against possibly the team that you play in the final if you were to make it if, if we do assume the, the basis of his question to be true and England haven't got the World Test Championship to play for are, are you just kind of building a side I mean you can't, you can't really answer that question on that basis can you England England have got a focus on the World Test Championship Anand, haven't they uh,
2: absolutely and I also think you know in this doom and gloom and this happens a lot with Indian fans too I think the, last, the test before this you know everybody was like this is the oh. worst Indian team ever uh, we got to keep things in perspective this is still a decent English team. I I saw somebody on Twitter Alan, say after the um win at Headingley for England,
1: I could play my grandma in this Indian side and uh, it wouldn't make them any worse. And this and, and there is that lurch and that same person I've not checked this, but that same person is probably now saying that <clears throat> India are the best thing since sliced bread in England are absolutely awful. People just
2: lurch from one extreme to the other. And that that's where, you know, people gotta keep a little perspective, you know, this English team still has a lot of talent. We've just seen the emergence of Ollie Robinson out of nowhere, right? So he has had a magnificent start. Vokes, if Anderson kind of slowly bows out, Vokes is there to take up take up that slack. And we have seen quite a few talents in there. So Haseeb Hamid, another person who you know we could look and say, okay, is he going to you know take this forward? So I mean, I think there's still some some daylight here. In the World Test Championship, while you got a concentrator, that's not the only goal, right? You also want a great test team. You want to play great oh. test series like this.
1: I was going to say while she was, I was thinking about Tolly's question while she were talking there. And surely the world test championship is a bit of a red herring. Cause you now I mean, you basically pick the best team. And try and win every single match, do
0: Regardless. Yes. Uh, so, yes, you are 100% right there. But, uh, yes, it is all about WTC Championship and everything. But uh, looking at, as I mentioned earlier, it's all about the roadmap. Uh, the impact what England is having right now with the bite ball cricket. I feel the mindset is not there uh, with the red ball cricket. And it's just, uh, yes, wokes can come in, uh, uh it's not about it is England losing right now and the fans are hurt. It is the way the teams are losing. It is more hurting like uh, 100 all-out or maybe losing 7 to 8 wickets in a cluster. It's all about the way the teams are losing. And um, yes, WTC Championship is uh, going to be there in uh, next two years and they are going to play home and away matches. Uh, but it's all about the focus and the county championship, the domestic championship needs more uh, focus and the talents are playing over there like likes of Matt Parkinson, not only this year, he's been bowling since so long, like 4 to 5 years, he might have bowled 200 to 300 overs, but he is still not featured for England in Red Bull cricket, he travelled to Sri Lanka, he travelled to India, uh, but This is what I want. It's yes, maybe you won't play in the final. Maybe India won't. It's not guaranteed that India is winning right now. So, India might feature over there. But where you are standing when you are not in the final. But yes, you fought well. You were there in top four, maybe top three. You have uh, players in your Red Bull cricket team. And uh, these are the pool and I will will be go proceeding with them and this is our future
1: Totally agree and a fair play to everybody through that answer that we never mentioned the Ashes once because some people will think that's the priority regardless from England's perspective and we didn't actually mention that once um, I think also the fact that we haven't had any Lions tours and things like that which is again hampers other countries too but that is a natural progression a lot of the players that are in the current the youngsters in the current England side are players that have impressed the county level had their trips with the Lions and played Lions matches in England and then gone on and uh and, and, yeah, we already had a bit more of a grounding when they've got into the testing because they've played overseas before. And there's a couple of years been missed out of that cycle now. So we'll see how that works out. And as I say, that, that's for all of the sides as well.
2: Can I mention one point, though? One thing that also English fans can take a look at is how exciting this bowling attack is. I know the batting people pay attention to because it vows the spectators, as Dean said. Stone, Archer, Wood, Vokes, Robinson. Uh, for some matter, even Overton, while he wasn't as good as Robinson, he was fairly decent. I mean, this is a team that's got some a lot of bowling talent. That's going to win you test matches. Uh, I know that Archer's hurt right now and, you know, Broad's hurt and stuff like that. But this is a very good bowling attack. And I think that English, the English test team will be in more test matches than... Uh, uh, you know they're not uh, they have chances to win uh, a, a lot more than uh, you know what it seems like again one test match or two test matches doesn't mean it's 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 really that bad a team as uh, people are making it up
1: He's a wise old, old owl Anand Beaker and if you're English and listening to that that's probably wise words as well um, to take into account there are some good aspects coming out of this series from England I think Hamid is one Milan's return to international cricket uh, test cricket is another and Ollie Robinson and the bowlers Chris Wopes coming back to fitness there are some positives despite the fact that plenty of negatives at the same time um, but we won't dwell on those now that man, that man, thank you very much for joining me today thank you everybody for all of your questions whether it came in on the Facebook page or on the uh, on the Twitter feed etc thank you for all of those we'll be back again tomorrow as we go in fact we're going to take tomorrow off we're going to take tomorrow off the podcast then return the day before Thursday the day before the fifth test then we'll go all the way through the uh, fifth test and we'll finish with a big party some awards to give out but um, we have uh, enjoyed have well enjoyed four test matches we've got another one to Come and of course, we'll be back every day throughout that. I've been James the Cricket Badger, and I will see you again on Thursday.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.